when I was a teacher, I looked at other teachers and they all seemed kind of pessimistic about their profession. You know, they're mostly just complaining about the kids or complaining about the administration. And when I went to this first Chino Valley Chamber of Commerce meeting, I remember the first person I met, his name was Jim Canister, and he was a computer repairman. But just the way that he was talking about computer repair, which is not that exciting, but he was just so excited about it and so willing to share his knowledge and his value and everything with me is really something special. And so that's kind of one of the things that has been a driving force behind what I've been doing in my business is I want to inspire other people. And it doesn't necessarily be to become business owners, but to love what they do and to be good at what they do. Connect with your why, with your dream, with your family is why. Not what, but why. It's way more of a bedrock. It'll give you energy when you don't feel like doing it. It will reconnect you with why your family's so crucial in the process. The why is everything. Look at your past. Think about leaders in your past that really made a difference to you. What kind of virtues or characteristic, what kind of characteristic do you need for leadership? And for me, every single time, it boils back down to discipline, self-discipline. I think honesty is up there. But when you can control you and you control what you're doing, then you have an opportunity to do more, be more, experience more, which in turn will go back and help the people that are following you, who are choosing to follow you. They're following you because you are disciplined in what you're doing and you're making a difference. Success in and of itself is individually defined. You have your own definition and you go out there and do what it is that you find important. I just want to encourage anyone out there who is might be interested in doing something like this, just like you, Jared, that, yeah, just that basic step is to make sure that whatever you're doing, for you to like it, the best thing is to know that you're really helping someone. And it's so easy to do that. It is so easy to just go online, look at the tools you have, there's so many available, and say, you know, what do I like to do that has something to do with helping people online? And once you start making money and you're doing something you like, and you're providing people value, you'll be glad that you started simple and that you really knew that you were helping people. I'm going to challenge the Star of the Doubts listeners, kind of like I challenge people in there at a workshop with me. Pull out a pad and paper right now. I want you to write down about 15 items, things that you have always wanted to do in your life. Things that are, we call them bucket thoughts. They're in the back of your head. You've been walking around with this like, hey, I've always wanted to learn to play the guitar. I've always wanted to speak this other language, or I've always wanted to go to this place. Or more importantly, I've always wanted to have this relationship with a family member. I want to have this career, this education. Start writing and have an absolute wow conversation. Don't how it at all. Don't try to figure out how it's going to happen. Just say, man, if life was unlimited, what would I do? And then write that down and see if that sparks something in you, if it refuels that passion bucket so that you can attack life a little bit more intentionally. The legacy key for me is this idea that a lot of people would think that they could not leave a legacy. You know, it's like if you're not a wealthy philanthropist and you don't leave trust funds to universities and your children that you're not leaving a legacy. And for the longest time, it kind of feels that way. It felt like that to me. You know, and as you look at that, you couldn't see anything further from the truth when you really dig into it. And so for me, I look at the legacy as what kind of story is your life telling today? And what kind of story will be told, you know, about you when you leave? You know, you're never going to accomplish your goals or dreams, whatever those are, if you don't first press start, if you don't get up and start moving. 
I would hope that wherever they are, that they understand that there is incredible purpose behind everything that's going on in their lives. For the longest time, you know, when I was financially broke, we were going through marital struggles. I mean, there seemed to be no light at the end of the tunnel. And there are still many struggles today. But as I look back with new perspective, it really shows me that there's been a story being told all along. And so I would hope that people would really look at their own life with that level of reflection and hold on to the hope and the truth that everything is moving them in a direction. It's just a matter of their perspective with which they process those thoughts. Take a look and make sure that you're serving somebody, making somebody's life better. And if you're not, figure out how you can do that. And if you are, great, because the world needs more people who are more interested in the benefit of others than they are benefiting themselves. I tried to teach in principles, and that's when I hit on this idea that video games could be used to teach them because I started noticing patterns within video games. The habits you need to develop and practice within a game are the same sort of ideas we need to practice in the workplace or as an entrepreneur or as a leader of really any kind. So it occurred to me that these transcend the media in which they appear. So if it's a movie, if it's a a book, And yes, even video games, if it's in these categories, we can learn and then we can apply in different contexts. So absolutely, these ideas, even if you're not a gamer, they hold true. Take action and fail faster than you ordinarily would have. I really kick myself sometimes when I think about something. If you thought about something for three months, you just lost three months of your life. You're better off trying it and failing rather than thinking about it. So what I would tell people is I'd rather you fail than think about whether you could succeed. Do what you can today to go out there, achieve your goals, be the person that you want to be, mend the relationships that need mending, you know, all those things, right? And so for me, the the thought of perhaps today just really reminds me that life is short and we should not waste it. Stop wasting time and energy on things outside of my control. That takes up so much space in our minds, so much space with our, I mean, what, the economy's in the dumps, it goes up and down, there's wars going on, we have kids that we can't control, we can raise them to our best of our abilities. We have all this stuff out of our control that does absolutely no good to focus on. I've seen a lot of people try and start meetups and they quit. It's the same advice you hear people give in podcasting. Most people quit within their first two or three meetups or they don't do them on a consistent schedule. So here's a couple of tips. One is make sure you have a consistent time frame and a consistent location. The other thing is have a structure to your meetup. Different structures work differently. When we first started, our structure was... I would start with the question of the day. So it would be similar like the question you asked, what's your favorite concert? And then I bring a speaker to share something of value to the group. The networking is really rich because if you have 10 people and you have time to talk to each other, people will stay after. It's uh, not uncommon for most of my meetups for people to stay an hour after networking and meeting each other. The environments around us, they change really fast. Even when we look at a lot of disruptive technology, like, well, podcasting is really becoming that. These different formats that shake up what we understood the way things were. If you look at the traditional brick and mortar bookstores, they had to adapt to some very profound changes with the advent of the different ebooks and Kindle and how that shook up that market. And those who didn't adapt were failing miserably. And this is one of the skills I see us practicing in video games is having to adapt to whether it's in one game where level changes or a new challenge approaches or even from one game to the next. You need to learn new ways of handling the change. I mean, it sounds so trite, you know, change is the new normal. 
but it really is. I mean, all of us are dealing with change, whether it's a software update to our favorite program moments before logging onto a podcast, or it's something that we took for granted, like our commute or the road we use. We need to learn how to navigate that change. Just living each day, when you wake up, just think, perhaps today, perhaps today is the last day, the last chance I have to fill in the blank. What is it? What is it that you have been telling yourself one of these days I'm going to do, or I would like to be one of, you know, whatever it is, right? Fill in that blank. And we all have all these blanks that we want to fill into our lives before our lives come to an end. Well, why not today? Because perhaps today will be the last day that we have. So don't wait, don't delay, do what you can today to go out there, achieve your goals, be the person that you want to be, mend the relationships that need mending, you know, all those things, right? And so for me, the the thought of perhaps today just really reminds me that life is short and we should not waste it. Life oftentimes hands you circumstances that are not necessarily in your plan and you live those out as best you can. And in difficult times, you look up and you say, what's the point in all of this anyway? Personal accountability is is really the hinge that anyone who wants to lead any difference in this world needs to get their head around. You know, we build statues for people that step up and face adversity. We don't remember the people who blame their environment or blame their situation, but we remember the people that said, you know what, that may be reality, but what can I do to change it? And then they act on that idea. Podcast Movement 2015 is coming to Texas this summer, and we want you to be there. Join over 1,000 current and aspiring podcasters at the world's largest podcaster conference. Featuring Sarah Koenig of Serial, Roman Mars of 99% Invisible, Pat Flynn, Aisha Tyler, Lou Mangello, John Lee Dumas, and over 50 other speakers. All that's missing is you. Learn more and register now at podcastmovement.com. 